Welcome back to another bonus episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts and cult leaders, Jordan Garcia. And with me, I have Armando Arvizu here. And uh, what do we usually do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, what we usually do is we like to talk about a film that's in the Criterion Collection. And then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the collection. We talk about it. We argue about it. We vote it in or out. But this is a bonus episode, which is a road to the Oscars. But the Oscars already happened, so it's not yeah, necessarily a road. We're late to the Oscars. Yeah, but it's okay. We're doing yeah. we're doing it's two fine. only two movies. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that not late. Bad. Yeah. But uh, so this is a special bonus episode because not only is it a road to the Oscars, but it's also just that we didn't even make it to the Oscars, and we're yeah. also talking about the Best Picture winner. But before we get into that, Mondo. We are. We got a guest back. Yeah, we have a special guest. Uh, He's special been on, guest. He's been on a few times before. Yeah, uh, our it? most popular episode. Oh yeah, which uh, was uh, Duck Roma season? and Duck Season. Uh, he is a uh, teacher, a, f- a philosopher, a philanthropist, uh, uh, philanthropist. Uh, yes, oh, yeah, uh, something yeah. like that. Something like that. And <laughs> he's also in the bad. Uh, sorry, in the bands, bad hombres, flavonoids. Uh, he does like a bunch of stuff. I mean, he just makes music. He is O'Brien Navarro. What is up? Hey, what's going on, Jordan? What's going on, Mondo? Hey, glad to be <laughs> hey O'Brien. Uh, glad to have up? you back with us on this rainy Tuesday night. Yeah, it is a rainy yeah. Tuesday night, but I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to uh, get into this film with y'all. Yeah, so um, let's just get right into what we're talking about, which is everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, isn't that just and life? as we all know, one best picture, best director, uh, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, and actress, and best supporting actress. Most importantly, best it won, actress. Yeah, and best actress. It, yeah, it won best film in our hearts. I was just gonna say it also won the hearts of millions, mm-hmm. uh, millions of people who everywhere all at once. Yep, and so that's surprising. Uh, we're, talk- we're let's talk a little bit about it. And uh, who directed it? You're wondering. Well, it's the Daniels. And we're just going to go with that. And, and so we're reading the uh, uh, log line in the synopsis off of Letterboxd. Shout out to Letterboxd. Please sponsor us. So you got those new dad hats out. Please send us one. Can yes. you get us one? I hit you up on Instagram. I really did. I really did. I was like, hey, we're Criterion Cult. Like, can, you, can I just get a hat? Sponsor our podcast. But I don't know. It's not going to happen. But all right. Help us feed our families. So here's a tagline. The universe is so much bigger than you realize. Well, sure. That's pretty obvious. Okay, so an aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save what's important to her by connecting with the lives she could have led in other universes. Wow. Letterbox, you kind of fumbled the bag on that one. So you have Michelle Yu as Evelyn Wang, Ki Hu Kwan as Wayman Wang, uh, Stephanie Shu as Joy Wang, and Jabu Tupac. Pocky, uh, spoiler alert, you got uh, the legendary James Hong as Gong Gong. You have the legendary Jamie Lee Curtis as Deirdre Bia Dradra. She has some weird ass name, but you know who she is. And you have uh, <laughs> Tally Metal as Becky Shregor. Why would they give these people these names? They just Jen- call her Becky the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jenny Slate as Debbie the Dog Mom. Uh, and then you have uh, yeah 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 with as Rick yeah. yeah we don't need to talk about that guy oh, okay. <laughs> but we but I do want to mention that uh, so Andy Lee and Brian Lee which they're called the Alpha Jumpers and one of them the both two guys who like jump on those trophy things on the butt plug things oh okay, they're yeah. actually uh, choreographers that uh, choreograph uh, they choreographed all the fight scenes and the Daniels found them on YouTube hmm. they oh, just yeah, used yeah. to do stuff on YouTube they're from they're they're from OC. They are. Yeah, 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 they are. So uh, shout out to them for getting their big break in an Oscar nominated right. film. Not shout out to the OC right. though. No, no, no. Keep the OC out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and not that like, if you are going to talk bad about them, you can keep it in your mouth, but don't yeah. talk about the OC. Yeah. Because it's bad. But uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, guys. No, that's uh, good. It won. Uh, it won. It <laughs> won. It uh, won. It was the Oscar darling at yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, it, it won yeah. it all. And... Um, it deserved it all. Or or what do you think? What do you guys think? I think it absolutely does, does deserve every single one of the awards it won. It seemed like uh, 
I try to watch as many of the other Oscar films and in every category from what I recognize whenever they wanted it seemed fair okay okay yeah what about you Mondo do you think it deserved the best picture and obviously we'll get into the movie itself but you know what I mean just off the bat do you think so uh, yeah, I do think it deserved Best Picture because it was just like so exciting, you know, had kind of everything. It like reinvigorated a lot of like, you know, like uh, genre stuff, like going through like, you know, like fighting, like even the actors, you, you know, like right. it's always great to see like, you know, actors that you know that are good really get to like, you know, strive and be recognized. And that, that's what I like about this movie, too, is just. Michelle, you being recognized across the board kind of by everyone and kind of getting her due and stuff. And also nice to see, uh, you know, short round back or coming back around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> short round coming back around. <laughs> Good one. Good one there. Uh, um, I will I will say that same here. I think it does deserve it. Not that it's like it does deserve it because, again. For this year, yes. Yeah, yeah. You of know. course. Of course. And only because, like you said. They don't give it to movies that have like, like you said, like a genre thing, like where it's like sci-fi, it's like jumping through time, where literally you have the grandpa with a bunch of computers uh, strapped to his back, like, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, and he's like, a, that's how he walks. He almost comes like a mech warrior, like this, you know, like a Gundam character almost. Yeah, yeah. So, so again, bravo, bravo. I mean, we knew it. You know, if we were to we recorded this episode before yeah. the Oscars, we we would have predicted it. Yeah, we, I think we were we were going to, but you know, to, life <laughs> yeah. and times and the black bagel bagel got got. Yeah, it's got also all it's also Jimmy up, Kimmel's you know? fault. He didn't want to wait. <laughs> I, I hit him up. I emailed him and told him to fucking hold his horses. And Jimmy Kimmel didn't want to do it, so whatever. Here we are. <laughs> Everything here we are with O'Brien. I guess. Do you, do, you re- do you remember the first time we watched it? And like after I watched it again a couple of times, and when uh, we talked about it once, of like, you know, uh, not too long ago, like who do you think it would win? And I and I even thought even just like before all the other awards started happening and they started winning those, I started I was just thinking in my head like I would love for this movie to win. I just didn't think it would make it there, you know, because sort of just because of how like comedic it is and how funny it is and how lighthearted and like 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 that to me doesn't uh, i mean it's not what i would think the uh, uh the oscar would go to all the time you know what i mean well they would go to something that's lighthearted and funny but not good lighthearted and funny or, or you know not what i'm saying this good, they'd give it to as good <laughs> yeah. as it gets which is not which is lighthearted and funny, but it's not good. But when was that, right? Like that was like ninety six, ninety seven. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the last, we, hey, the Oscars I, have been in the nineties since a good minute. But for a bit, like it's been like a lot, and like the movies, they they're great movies, you know. Don't get me wrong, but like you know, Parasite, Revenant. I mean, I guess Birdman kind of has the same flavor as this. For me, Birdman was probably the last. You know, it was like a movie that was also very funny, very entertaining, kind of had that like, you know, that vibe that but then it ended up winning anything. And I think for the same kind of reason that it's just like this movie, everything, everywhere, all at once is so entertaining. And there's just like so many aspects of the movie that are so good, like technically the acting is on point that just the direction. Yeah, you just tell it's just such an overall good movie. Yeah, that I, I think that's a good point. It's uh entertaining you know and a lot of a lot, i guess a lot of oscar films feel kind of a uh, you know stuffy or mm-hmm. like you know like too i don't know like like how you said uh another film was that one was too like tv movie-ish it's just mm-hmm. feels so like yeah i was uh, talking about Coda, like a last certain year's best picture movie. or even uh like driving miss daisy or what was that one that um the the one that with the uh, what's his name Damn, I can't think of it. It's the one about him driving around uh, the jazz, the jazz player, piano player, or something. Oh, um, uh, Green, Green Book. Book. Sorry, Green, Green Book. Book. Oh, that's right. Where Fucking it just Green feels Book. so like yeah. you know pandering, and stuff like that. And yeah, everything all at once. Everything, yeah, everything all at once. It doesn't feel pandering or like that same Oscar formula mm-hmm. that always feels like gets nominated and kind of wins a lot of the time. But like we were talking about earlier, like a lot of the films these past years haven't. It's been kind of a different film or a film that we've liked and enjoyed and feels that it deserves the Oscar, but it wouldn't get the Oscar. But it has kind of been, like you said, with Birdman, uh, Shape of Water, uh, Parasite right. even. You and know? it's so whack that like a lot of this shit gets like fucking like minimized to like, oh, they're just they're just trying to like 
they're, they're just trying to like um, give the award to minorities or they're just trying to do it's like no these movies fucking kick ass like this some of these Parasite yeah, was uh, a badass movie yeah unfortunately like, that does like cloud stuff like this um, like I, I will say like yeah like um, you know there is probably a bunch of people who are gonna be like oh everything everywhere all at once isn't a good movie it's just they just gave it to them because they're like you know Asian or whatever yes yeah, or yeah. just like that's or, not or even yeah. where like like again like I that's the first thing I kind of wanted to bring up when we were going to talk about this was that you know, because because you know a lot of it obviously is about Asian American immigrants going through like certain things, but that's not what I felt at all when I first watched it. What I felt was just like it's about family. It's it's like it's pretty universal. Absolutely, and like a lot, you know what I mean. For it's sure. not there is no specific thing where you're just like, well, you're some like white person or something. Like, well, I can't relate to this. Like, it's just like, yeah, that's that's madness. Yeah, like this literally is about everything, everywhere, all at once. Like, it's about like family. It's about like um. You know, uh, how you come off to your parents, like how you think of your parents, how your parents think of you. Yeah, how like, it's so you know, generational, like, yeah. like it's yeah. just exactly. being passed on. That's the biggest from, riff yeah. on it. The biggest riff between the characters is a generational riff, even though there is some a little bit of the immigrant experience, some of the stuff that's well, yeah, of course, of course, for and sure, all that yeah. stuff. Of course, right? of course. Because everyone's bringing in those which, which makes it, Which makes their characters, uh, you know, I mean, that that's what like adds to their characters. It makes them deeper and, and richer than right. they usually would be yeah. than just being a, a regular like thing. Just, yeah. But like, but a, regular, that, a white people, a I white family, yes. <laughs> not just regular. Just and being those, these, just but those being these white people are white immigrants things. too, you know. Yeah, those uh, white people are immigrants too, but they just don't sure. think of themselves, or they're not of in course. that kind of case. But of course, because they've been the majority, and right, you know, right, the minority right. is kind of rising but, but, up. But I'm saying like this, like it just makes the characters richer. It never makes it where you're just oh, I can't relate to this. And Absolutely. I think, yeah. and I think that's one of the things that's great about this film is because it broke that barrier where. It, it's true. It's unfortunately true that there's so many people who just won't watch films because there's Asian leads. You know what I mean? Because it, they're not if they're not some straight up like, oh, well, that's Jackie Chan or that's like someone or Jet Li or somebody I know like they they won't watch something where it's just about Asian families dealing with something unless it's a genre film like this. But I think because they it also showed that it's 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 emotional it has more to it than just like the the fighting scenes and all that shit it's right. really about something it's really about something deeper and it really i think that's what really grabbed people most mostly then that th- those big action scenes like when we saw it in the movie theater i'm pretty sure most of those people that were in the movie theater i mean we saw it at what in montebello or no, in oh, uh, in uptown yeah in uptown whittier and like literally most of those people there were ready to talk during the movie yeah. Like they were talking throughout like the whole previews, like they were just the type of people that were going to talk to the movie. But because it was so compelling right from the start, because it grabs your attention, regardless of if it's about Asian people or not or whatever. You know what I mean? It literally just got these people's attention and made them be like, oh, yeah, shit. shut them up. Yes. Yeah. And shut them up, which I was really dreading. I was like, oh, my God, these people are going to talk throughout this movie. Like, I really want to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I probably told you that. All right. Yeah. Like, literally, like you were you were the one talking during the movie because <laughs> you were telling O'Brien that the whole time. You just kept like shuffling around, looking behind you. Yeah. seat. Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's Christ. I mean, that's the way I'm moving. Those skittles I mean, have gone straight to your head. That's the way I'm at the movies all the time. Yeah. I just like I, I'm just like that. But it's just because literally I, because it's such like it was such like a, a, you know, a small film at the time. It wasn't like this big, like, you know, thing. And, you know, nobody was really caring about Michelle Yeoh like, or Yo or like uh, nobody was caring about uh, Ki Kwan. Ki Kwan. Ki Hu Kwan. Like yeah. nobody was like, you know what I mean? And and even Swiss Army Man was like sort of like this little indie hit, right. but nobody cared about like the, that those directors. Oh, okay. But yeah. I will say this, which is pretty interesting. So they were supposed to be uh, directors of... Um, Doctor Strange, right? No, no, not oh. Doctor Strange. Loki. Oh, a Loki. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, the Loki series. Mm. And when they started like putting it together, they were just kind of like, oh, we have our own like better because their ideas were sort of getting turned down so i feel like they were just like oh we have our own better like multiverse thing so they were just like yeah we're not gonna do loki after all yeah like we'll just do our own thing and so the russo brothers actually produce this movie yeah i don't know if you guys know that it does i do so know it's, that. it's got a marvel it's got a marvel stamp on it so it is like that's what i'm saying it, it like it, it treads that line of like it's like this big movie this big marvel movie but no one knew that until they watched it. You know what I mean? But it's also this small indie movie that has like shit about family, about growing up, about like 
accepting the the shit that's wrong with the people in your family, right? That's like a great scene. Like I mean, I'm jumping ahead a lot, but at the end where she's just like, yeah, you are getting fat, and yeah, you don't call me enough, and it, it does. It's not like sweet where she's like, and your grandpa's hungry. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not as sweet as like you think, but it is still sweet because it's real, and that's you know what I mean. I heard I heard someone mention uh, just because you just said it. Um, they they actually, I heard somebody say that in like Asian culture or in some Asian cultures they like that when she calls her fat like they wouldn't laugh at that part because that's actually like pretty common like way to show that you care about someone. Well, that like, isn't you know that. I mean, I mean so, that's what and, she and, says right about yeah. her mom. She's like, oh, yeah. she says something bad about you. That means she like cares yeah, about yeah. you. And yeah, yeah. And it's like and it's like like so they don't laugh. They're just kind of that. Those are like those things that if you are part of that culture, you get to get those little parts that are like cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like when we watch so, like, yeah, a Mexican joke. movie or something. Exactly. Like that, you know I mean? Exactly. It lets you like oh, it like literally opens up your eyes to everything. Everywhere, mm-hmm. all at once. It does. It googly eyes you. It googly eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's. All right. I, I just want to like kind of go in like some sections here, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So let's start off with um, the story itself, uh, the story, and the direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the story is very much you know it, it's not it's really not too crazy, right? It's just sort of like. It's just this uh, family. They have a laundromat. They got to do their taxes, right? They go to the tax thing. They realize that yeah, they're getting audited. Yeah, they're getting audited. They realize that they have like you know she spend a bunch of money on things that they shouldn't have. But also yeah. like and then he just comes up and he's like, oh hey, like there's this you know uh, Jabba Jawuki or whatever that is like uh, coming to take you know over from another universe. Like they're trying to stop you. And I don't even know what like. What what would be the what would be like the main like because there is it's one of those movies that there is no like there is really no villain I guess like there is no like because well I guess the main villain is almost kind of uh, Michelle's used character almost right because the daughter sees it as a villain and she's created this person in her daughter that she's like you know giving all this sort of like you know a generational uh, or animosity to- like towards because she, that's how she's grown up i was like, just gonna say cause you she know, got it from her father from her yeah. father and like obviously her father got it like it's just been passed down like you know it's generational that this trauma that they're all going through and they haven't dealt with be- because you know they don't know how to and and it's just how the way they learn they'll think you know they're they're uh, their offspring will learn you know and so Michelle, I think by the end of the film, you kind of realize, yeah, there really is no villain, but it's just all we have to like come together and, you know, talk to one another and be like, you know, and be supportive, you know, like, and even though this kind of animosity they have towards each other because of their relationship prior, you know, their relationship prior and like dealing with like, you know, new things like, oh, my daughter's dating a woman and stuff like that. And that's like, that creates like, you know, like you feel you feel like this certain way that like, you know, you're not being accepted because you can't introduce it, introduce your girlfriend to your grandfather, you know, and it, that I think shame comes with that. And all and like, you know, they're feeling all feeling like all well, sorts of different. feelings. Yeah, you know? and, and that's also why she's so like with her being that, you know, the villain, quote unquote, is hers just so like nothing matters. But also, like, you know, like, like what what is the point? Also, the very like, beginning of the film, too, is when, you know, uh, uh. Uh, Waymond wants to t- t- uh, talk to uh, Michelle Yu's character Evelyn. Uh, he's trying to give her divorce divorce papers, and she doesn't even have time for her husband because she's like dealing with all these other things. So it's just like so much that's been like you know, uh, I don't know, uh, like you know, like pent in, you know, and it's gonna it's like yeah. exploding all over the. All, you see their apartment, and it's kind of exploding all over their house, you know, like it's just like seep like seeping out. And like just like why like, you know the laundry's in in their in their part of like their home you know not just in the laundry it's like it's like it's like it's bursting out the seams pretty much you see at the beginning, so. Well, the, I was gonna add to that or kind of just maybe put it like because the way that a little more you're, cohesive. You're, yeah, or in the sense <laughs> that like because you're you're pointing at all the ways that they kind of showed it, but um, if the story itself is actually just like a family drama, like the mm-hmm. generational thing being the thing, like the disconnection between this family, like you said, the, the uh, dad, just like the everything. dad and the mom 
the mom and the father, the mother and the daughter. And then some of them obviously are way more accentuated and more important to the story. But if it's just that drama, like really the villain is all that stuff you're mentioning, all the chaos around them. And yeah. Toby right, Chapaki right. is sort of like the embodiment of the chaos. She yeah, the circle. She's it's a, just coming around She's like around. this body of chaos because she's yeah. kind of like internalized or become conscious of the chaos. And for her, that kind of creates a lot of the conflict. They're all sort of feeling that chaos, though. They're all sort of dealing with that nihilism a little bit. But that's the that is the kind of thing driving everything like all the you think about all the 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 fights and everything. All the other people, they're all caught up in the same sort of chaos. Deirdre feels lonely. They're all caught up all in of, the bagels. They're all caught up in their own form of it. The reason why it has to be so like wide is because it has to be like it has to show how life's all these little contingencies in life all added together. It all just comes can, in waves. Can, can you know, hit like, somebody in a very traumatic way. Like yeah. It's, it's our sort of like most difficult thing is sort of like what we have to do as human beings to deal with that fact. Like if you, if you deal with the facts, like you we're living in the sort of this world that's um, you know, we've come to understand lots of things. It, even like, if you think about like sci-fi stuff, they're taking stuff from like the, like science of today. Right. And the science of today, people already pretty familiar with like multi multi like that this is one universe amongst many universes like that's not like it's not known that that's the case but i'm saying a lot of people are more comfortable knowing that with just like other shows that have already popularized that like rick and morty and stuff like that so all this like multi-world stuff is already there for people to like okay so how can we use this like science like that's going on right yeah, now? yeah these different we, layers of everything yeah, happening like yeah, to them and through the generations and, and well, put it like this. Imagine like all that's going on in the world, right? Like there's all these layers, there's all these universes. Like if all that's true, it leaves you with a very serious question of like, well, what, what does anything matter? Why am I doing anything? What is my relationships with my family matter? Why? Like, why is my mom all fucking hung up on me being gay? Why is like, why is like all this stuff happening? If like, it's like this, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind of dealing with that nihilism and that, that chaos and that craziness of the world, given like, if there's all these universes and it's all these possibilities and nothing's nothing and everything is everything, then what, how do we do it? Right? Like, what do we do? And like that's to me is like the sickest thing about this. One of the sickest things about this movie is how like it actually offers like a hopeful resolution at the end. Like that it's and it's not like a like a bullshit happy ending. It's like an earned happy ending because it's saying like, no, we can't just say, oh, no, actually, we figured out what is the meaning. No, it's like, no, like we're still going to deal with that. But guess what? I still would rather be here with you. Yeah, I still want. I still want to make well, family happen. That, that's another and, thing about the movie. It's like your outlook, thing. your outlook on everything. Yeah. Because you can look at the bad side, like, and all that stuff. And uh, was it uh, Wayman is the one who kind of like says that you know, like I'd rather you know, like I'd rather be doing laundry and taxes with you in another life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all those things. It's just like instead of being like you know this rich guy or this or she's the movie star and yeah. all this stuff. You know, like like just the mundane kind of you can look at it totally different and not let it bog you down but yeah he, you know she's he letting it like he becomes the hero but yeah it, he really does become the hero in that scene you know and yeah. you've seen him as this like in every other world he's well she like he would like guy. before he asks he's like you, you know? see me as weak and all yeah, this exactly. stuff but just seeing mm -hmm. like and i was too and your dad calling me i'm too sweet for my own good yeah but just because i'm seeing like the lighter side of things and not being like you know like and a curmudgeon actually, but well, he actually well what he says clear. is like yeah. that's how i fight exactly like and and i will say like that you know because you know, I was, I, this is like, um, yeah, you're one the, thing you're gone, gone that I think that like most people are just very much like, Oh, like how could he win? I, I think they might be just giving him best supporting actor, like award just because or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, if you watch this performance, there's, it literally is like a bunch of different layers of things yeah. where it's just him being like the scared, like, I don't know what to do. The, the guy when he switches up to like the the alpha yeah and he knows what everything he's like yeah you know and then also even like the different like uh in that in that scene that you talked about where he's got the like the tuxedo on and he yeah. talks about that like like he deserves like a it's best like their mood for in the mood for love in the like mood scene. for love yeah yeah it's like the, yeah. it's that but like he literally deserves the best actor award just for that scene alone because you've been watching this whole film and watching him be this person and that's towards the end you know what i mean mm -hmm. and when you see that you're just like oh shit like that's literally who his character's been this whole time. Yeah. And he summed it up in that one 
scene yeah. of him where he literally isn't like even there he's like saying like yeah I'm I'm still nice I'm yeah. still I'm cool but I'm nice mm-hmm. like still and this is how I survive and this is what I do yeah. and it literally you're just like oh shit like that's like amazing. Like when I watched that in the theater, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I was like, "I think that's like short round." Like this is like one of the like like that's like a great performance. Well, like that, that, at that point, yeah. it tells. But that's sick because uh, he when he finally does that, not only are you seeing like yeah that that he's actually a hero and all that stuff, but he's he actually you realize that you were looking at him the way she sees him. Of course. Yeah. And exactly. we were as the audience, we exactly. were, and all of a sudden we feel stupid a little bit. Like we were thinking that too, but actually, yeah, Honestly, like the googly eyes. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, joking, the, joking. the fact that you just like, he's, liar. The, the, liar. Well, I'm saying he's set up to be like, I can see someone. No, being for like, sure. You're I, love right. the, I love that he puts googly eyes on things, but yeah. not, most people are not going to be like, that's my main go-to thing to, to that's a cool character. And especially yeah. because but, she's already yeah. the badass. Yeah. Um, she's already exactly. considered Michelle. Yo, she's like, uh, you know, she we know her as like a badass yeah. you know her yeah. you know she's like been like a badass and again but this he, she's kind of beaten down exactly yeah. it's she's living her worst version of yeah. herself yeah because yeah. this movie's super she let it, with yeah. all those things like with all the actors too like it's just it's crazy like i'm saying again the levels of it like it really took a whole entire team because- you I, you you had compared it to birdman I think right. Well, earlier, uh, yeah, yes. I, I did. I said it, and, like and that. I didn't Bird- think about it in that way. But you're right because it really is a Birdman for both of them, and the same way that it was for Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and that it was like very meta, right? Michael Keaton was yeah, Batman, exactly. yeah, and he like you know what I mean, and that was like his comeback thing that he did, mm-hmm. and this is very much like there, yeah. It's like we saw them as these people, and they literally twisted it around, kind of in a way, right? Like. We we saw Michelle Yeoh as like or Michelle Yeo as like the the badass, and she starts off as like the one who's scared. Yeah. And we yeah. saw uh, you know uh, Key as the the scared one, and he you know he starts off as the badass one. He turns into Alpha. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? And that's and, and that's that, we think that's the cool guy too. We're like oh yeah. the Alpha Alpha way more. He's like the way cooler one, right? Right. Like, but he's not. But he's not. Yeah. Well, it's not he's that not. he's not. But like no, the, no, it's the not that he's not. It's not. It is. You're just seeing, seeing different facets of his personality. One, and it's just like showing this exactly. one area. Exactly. Like it's showing all the parts, but he's all those people, obviously. You know, like together, and it's it, it you don't and right. it, you know it blends together so you don't like just see the alpha you don't just uh, i mean kind of just see the sweet guy but yeah. you know, right but right, he's all right. these things and he's thought about it he's not yeah. he's not just like you know he's trying to he's trying to save the marriage but he also he ultimately he feels beat down to like ser- finally try to serve those papers at the beginning of the film but i also think it's but, also like him serving those papers to see if she even cares yeah right? like, yeah to it's see a if different, she even like, reacts like, yeah. to see if she's willing to fight for it or she'll just be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and just, like, berate him oh, like she Oh, it's a power move? Does. You think he's throwing a power move? Not a power move, but to just I'm be just... like, well, like, you know, because, you know what I mean? Like, at one point, she's like, what does she say? Like, when she thinks it's something else, she's like, oh, you said we have to fight. He's like, well, like, do we? Should we fight? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like stuff yeah. like that. Where, like, he... Obviously, he doesn't want to, but, you know, he doesn't want to get talked down to all his life. He doesn't want to be beaten down. Yeah, of you course. Know what I mean? like, yeah, he's... But also, I understand what she's going through, too. Like, that's what's yeah, they're all great going about through something, film. And they're not, like... Is that, like it's, it's, like, perfectly telling you each character's, like, dilemma. Yeah. And they're not just, listening like, to one another, any right. one of them. And, no. you, and you understand that. You're never, at one point, you're just like, oh, it's her fault or it's his fault. Yeah. You're literally just all and the you time... You never feel like, that oh. way. Yeah. You're, but, you're always just like, oh, damn, like, everyone's just going through their own shit. And if they all just sat down and talked to each other... Mm-hmm. This might they wouldn't have to kung fu kick and jump that's on what it fucking is, is shit. That everyone's going through their own shit, and exactly. the movie is very much about that's what is makes the chaos worse is when we're not connecting. exactly exactly because then the chaos is overtakes us because then we feel alone. We feel then like the we're bagels going even 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 worse. And then well, you know the yeah it's just that's that's crazy. It's fantastic. It is. It's, it's, it's such a cool movie, man. Like it, it is really, really such good. a cool experience. Like to to be. It's one of those. Like like Birdman, the only reason I even brought up Birdman earlier is in the sense it was the last movie. Now thinking about it, it's the last movie that I went to go watch in the movie theater like repeatedly. Like I watched Birdman like three times in the movie theater because I I was so enthralled by the experience of the movie itself. You know, even with before like I really started like digging into it, I just knew it was like a cool experience. You know, like the pace and everything. This this movie had that too. Like I, I had to go see it over and over. I watched it three times as well. And like yeah, every time yeah. and it had that vibe of like every time I felt like I was going on a little trip because it does feel like a trip 
it's almost like I want to know what like Hodorowski thinks of a movie like this because you know thinking about back in the day he he used to say he wanted to like make films that would make people feel like an acid trip but without the drugs you know what I mean mm -hmm. and so like and I feel like this movie does that in like the best way you know what I mean because like acid isn't always like some crazy like Jesus freak thing like sometimes acid's just funny you know what I mean and so like this this kind of has that level of like a good acid yeah, trip so times this movie's just funny <clears throat> you're that's a good point you're it, like it is like a, yeah acid isn't always just us like being being all like Hodorowsky like Terrence Malick yeah like sometimes we have to like you know like we just want to see like dick fingers <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you're like butts, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bl but plugs and butts. That's funny. But yeah, but also funny. you know you know it's also like an acid thing like the rock scene. Right. Like you right. would be on acid and you would just be like, damn. Imagine if you were just rocks. <laughs> yeah. And you were just like you'll you start had to crying. Communicate. You'll, just, you'll just start crying. Yeah. And like you'll start laughing and then crying at the and same you're just, time. And you just want to end it all, so you just rolled yourself down the hill. Like <laughs> damn. Like you know. Like yeah. that's an acid thing. Yeah. It, but it's also like very much like it's like a stoner acid thing i feel like a lot yeah. of this movie is a very much bit, yeah. a stoner acid right. like movie but but because without I the stoner and without the drugs you know you can like you, well uh, of it'll course take you through that experience but, but i but i say that because it, it very much is like a, i want to talk about this too like because I, I was talking about this with uh with our friend paul who made our theme music at the beginning thank you paul uh, yeah thank you and that um, is a nicholas cage in the intro <laughs> this is a side note that's not Nicolas Cage, right? No, it's not. It's I, not. No, I didn't think it was. It's a guy no. from a real cult. No, now that I've told you that it sounds like Nicolas Cage, try not to imagine Nicolas Cage saying it. You no, told I me that before. Like it. It's not Nicolas Cage. You I, forgot. That's why you just forgot. You're right. I did forget. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like it. I don't think it sounds like it. All right. Maybe I'm wrong, dude. I just kind of imagine Nicolas Cage being like that. Anyways, let's get back to it. Yeah. yeah so, so anyway, like I, I told him about Swiss Army Man because I was just like, and I told him the concept and he kind of looked at me like, what? And I was just like, yeah, but you have to understand that the, the, the Daniels really know how to find this balance of humor that's really just fart humor, but it's also just, but they know how to make like things like sentimental, very sweet and very serious. There's like a little bit of darkness there. There's a little bit of edge, but it, but it is very just like where you're just like, okay, um, fuck. You know, in Swiss Army Man, I was just like, I'm going to get over this pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's just farting a bunch like it's not going to be funny the whole way through. But literally they find a way to make it so funny like that, that you can just like be like, oh, damn, like this is like sweet. Like this is like real. Like this is something that's real. And and our friend Paul, he like understood, too. He was he was kind of like, eh, but he watched it and he was like, oh, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, and the same thing when he watched everything everywhere all at once and was like, oh, wow, like this is like really good, even though it has those kind of wacky things, right? Like, I mean, there's a lot of like crazy, you know, whether it's like them jumping on those like dildo trophies or like, you know, them just like doing those kind of wacky things. The, the, the raccoon. The, the, the yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Like those things, you know what I mean? Like that just that that one best picture. Like we have a raccoon <laughs> as best picture. That and is that, funny because it's a bad dope. joke. They were you running know? and they were like running in the park. Like yeah. it, it's a bad joke, but it's it, but, but they it make makes it, sense. Yeah, it, it, but it but it makes sense in the context of this film where yeah. you're just like, oh yeah, like the other universes are just madness. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy, and the only and the only <laughs> way to make sense of the universe that you're in is that like yeah, like the every universe is crazy. Even. Even what they're going through is crazy. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if there's a raccoon like that talks. Well, yeah, and it's someone like from doing that. So you the other I mean? universe, like, exactly. if they cross paths, that like, yeah, that's crazy. Yes, you know, that exactly. you're not communicating or you're not doing this exactly. Like, you know, yes, like, like empathy is like cross universal. Like if, if you really if you could sit there and realize it and live through all those, you realize oh everyone's going through it. And it's this universal thing. That's it. Um, it's really cool. I thought I, I was thinking about like how the movie itself was like. It reminded me also of like the way that sometimes, for example, like you could strip away all the crazy sci-fi stuff and you're still left with like a family story. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so this could very much like, um, you know, like when you think about like, like there's like a simple, like a simple idea, just kind of like in, in philosophy where like maybe like that there's a possible you that's doing every single possibility in another universe. Right. Like they kind of took that idea. And they were through this film, they're able to kind of like show that whole philosophy without even without mentioning that philosophy at all. It's really cool. Like because they're able to yeah. like show you that like when there, you're in there's this no world, like yeah. um, uh, uh, like uh, what is it? Um, 
the dialogue that just tells you everything. Yeah, the exposition. Exposition. Exactly. And they don't yes. dumb yeah. they don't dumb it down for you. They yeah. don't. Yeah, they, you know, they, they really just don't. you just hop on the ride and if you're you're on it, you're on it. But and then if, but uh, so if this is a story like that, I was thinking like the, the movie could also be like a standard in a way of like, you know, when you're going through family stuff, like for example, the divorce aspect of it. It's like you're going through this divorce you might start thinking in your head, what would have my life been like if I would have like pursued this? What would have my life right. been like yeah, if you pursued yeah. that? And your, your mind starts fragmenting. And that's one thing he tells them, don't get stuck in those possibilities because you can get stuck there forever and then become resentful and become upset. And that's why you got to stay grounded Damn, in this reality. That, that's like, uh, that. Yeah. that's crazy that's to think deep. about because that, no, that really is because again, you're right. Like strip away the sci-fi like thing of that where like that's just like this like fun like hey, don't think about it. Yeah. Cuz cuz again like uh, they talk about how they wanted to make a movie that was pretty much the Matrix and it ends like Magnolia. But yeah, but <laughs> yeah. but throw their mom in yeah. the Matrix. That's what they they can right. say like they yeah. wanted yeah. to throw their mom in the and, Matrix. And and so that's sort of what that idea <laughs> is, right? Like you're just like, "Oh, don't think about this and you have to get out of that reality." That's but it's like thing. but that is like a very like I mean that's pretty much a common thing like that's a real thing yeah. that you can do it without the sci-fi aspect. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah, like yeah. in a in a in a different version of this movie in another world in another universe this movie could have just been like the the straightforward family stuff and drama yeah. stuff with like yeah. voiceovers in their heads and we've been okay, talking like, crap about like, it like 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 <laughs> like Godard doing like voiceovers of life would have been different life would have been, you know like just yeah, some like yeah. weird voiceover stuff over yeah. like images of them thinking and like being all melancholic or whatever you know. But it, this movie does this so well because it does it for all the characters and all the different ways that they're all living in their own little worlds. I, I noticed today when I was the little bit that I got to watch today before I came. Uh, Wait, so you've never seen it? <laughs> I've never seen this film. I, I, I'm going off of just the trailer. I'm going off of the trailer. This Wait, no, we're not talking about the whale. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just tried to watch a little bit before I came over. And with the little bit that I was watching, it got to the fight scene and all that stuff with the, the initial stuff in the in the you know, when they get to the IRS building and all that. And I noticed that like when they're walking out, for example, they're like, everyone's just like in their own little world. The grandpa has his own thing. The mom has, a, or the, he has his own, they all have their own little worlds. And then like, even like where that who has the paper, and he thinks she's talking about the divorce, but then on the, yeah. she thinks he's talking about the fighting. It just shows they're like, they're already, you know, where the their headspace is at, the where way, they're at. The way they did that throughout the movie with all these little, it's just filled with that. And it's just, it's so insane. That's also why it's a good script, I think. Yeah. Because, like, it literally, like, keeps those things rolling where you're just like, you know, at first, I, like, when I started watching it, this, this, you know, I, I think I've watched it. This is probably, like, the fourth time I've seen it. Maybe the third. And so I was just like, oh, like, why would they just be in the IRS building this whole time? Like, why don't they take it out of there? But then they, but then I'm watching. I was like, oh, like, it makes sense. Like, it all makes sense. They're keeping it there because, like, that's where all those people are going to be, right? Like, the, yeah, the people happening. need to fight, yeah. like, and stuff like that. And they keep it in, like, such a good way where it's just like, oh, of course, like, that's when it's going to happen because that's when all their stress and that's when they all need to, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's when they have to be paying attention and they can't. Because like, <laughs> you know they're I mean? all going through all these yes, worlds and all yes. this in their heads. And that's you know, when like, you're sitting. And that's what happens, right? You sit down. the IR, If you have to go to, like, the IRS and sit down and well, talk to Well, that's what them. happens to Michelle Yu's character. Like, are you listening? They always ask exactly. every time. Like, yeah, even yeah. at the end. That's they what still I mean. ask yeah, her, yeah. And, and are you listening? Can, you can oh. even see it as, like, her having a little bit of a mental breakdown as well. Yeah. Like, falling, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's kind of, like, the, the breaking point of her nervousness. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. For sure, and then the, it even cracks. You know the screen cracks. You know it's yeah. like her head. Yeah, and she's wearing what the the she shoes on on the opposite you foot. Know, you know, if you saw a person doing that in the real world, you would, you think, would be like, oh, they're going through something. Yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. to say the least, you would be like, yeah. they must be going through something. But it's and you like, just keep walking and just I, ignore I, I, it. You it's, know, <laughs> it's like uh, you know, I don't know. Remember the like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It kind of like that Scott Pilgrim versus the World did what I'm talking about for this movie does with multiverse for like what happens when you get in a relationship sort of and they just kind of used all this like fight scenes oh, I thought stuff. you were going to say video games but well, I was like <laughs> video, no, well, video games whatever they no, used, I was joking they used the like, fight they used the fighting stuff to like 
oh, when you, when you get in a relationship, this is kind of what it's like. But yeah. They represent it in a cool way. In yeah, a, like in a mentally, fun way. you yeah. have to fight their exes exactly. in your but, head. But don't know what I'm saying. Mondo, but, metaphors here, bro. This is These he, these are movies. He's pulling my leg. I'm a first-timer. Long-time listener. We're pushing the video game genre forward, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> but but, but this, yes, of but course, that's what the whole what book is about. But what I feel like about. is this movie did uh, that in... in in that same way did that for the family drama and like all the stuff they could possibly be experiencing internally, psychologically, but out there, like how is that, you know, in a different, cool, fun way, you know? No. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it also just manages to make you feel emotional without it having to be emotional. Talk about that. I will say because talk I, about I, that. That's I mean that's just, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 speak on it. Speak, speak on, on it, it, brother. Because like, no, 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 because I would look, like look, I will say because times, look, you know? look, I will say like watching it this this other time for the pod. I was like there and I was just like oh fuck. I was like I was like damn like that. There's like tears streaming down my face and I'm not even like <laughs> yeah. really like like really like I I know what what happens like I know what happens and I know what's going on but like the talks that they have like we were just like oh damn like I need to have that talk myself with somebody <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah for you know real, what I'm saying real. it really is no, that like wh- whether it's it like is. whether it's like her with like the relationship thing with like uh the 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 daughter being like oh this is what who I'm with you know what I mean or whether it's like her talking to her husband or whether it's just even like. That like thing about like Jamie Lee Curtis at the end just being all like, oh, you know, I'm just like an unlovable like bitch or whatever she says. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like and everyone's like, just, you're not unlovable. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're just thinking about that. and You're just like, damn, like that's just like who doesn't think that who mm-hmm. isn't thinking about right. that? You know what I mean? Like what? Or and, at some and, point have to at least consider that. Right. <laughs> and why did I just watch like a bunch of like crazy shit? Like people jumping in on butt plugs and eating chapstick and like doing crazy shit and I'm just like crying. You know what I mean? I think that's like really what a best picture nominee is because you or know should be. We talked about you know I never I didn't cry during Tar. I didn't cry during All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry during honestly any of the best picture nominees. Even though I liked a lot of them or enjoyed a lot of them, but I. I Maybe Banshees, I sort of cried because I just was depressed myself. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole different mm-hmm. type of thing. Speak died. on it. <laughs> yeah, that's like a whole different type of thing. Because the donkey like, got killed. Nick. Yeah, no, well, not the donkey. Just, I mean, the donkey was like my soul. It's just yeah. myself. It's just, I, I was just like, oh yeah, that's what's gonna happen. But this one literally made me like have. It, it was just crazy. It's crazy how it just literally makes you feel everything everywhere all at once, mm-hmm. and and it's dumb. Like no, no movie should be able to have that title and really like stand by it <laughs> and, and live have, up to it. Yeah, straight up, because that's like something that some idiot would call his movie, and it's about some guy who meets some girl or something. <laughs> you know, like that was the original title for Five Hundred Days of Summer. I was yeah, just right. gonna say yes. it would be some dumb fucking movie yeah. like that, and and it's so crazy that this was able to like literally like uh, you know. surpass your expectations for that title almost surpass it and also just make me literally be like oh damn like that uh, not me myself but i'm saying like literally everyone be like oh yeah we can give oscars to like performances where it's physical right like they do like their own like stunts they do their own fighting but it's also emotional their own top gunning yeah no see that's that's not that's (laughs) not they didn't do anything tom cruise was not doing anything but was it on the show. side of a plane in this one? No, he didn't oh, okay. do shit in this one. Yeah, I forgot. But, you know, the, the actors in this shit, they did their own stunts. They did their own fighting. They were, like, emotional. Like, they, they played different people. They did their people. own emotion. <laughs> they did their own emotional. Yeah. <laughs> they, they played different people throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And that's very hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can, like, pretend like they could, like, act like di- a different person in films. But they don't do it. And here, you can literally see... Whether it's the daughter, whether it's the mother, whether it's the father, but it's like a family falling apart in the way that that makes sense because that's how you are with your family. You're a different person to them mm-hmm. in like different situations. Yeah, sometimes you're Elvis and sometimes you're not. So, sometimes you're Java Buki, sometimes yeah. you're just mm-hmm. Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you're just like the weak person. Sometimes you're the strong person. Sometimes you're the lazy person, the depressed person. Some, you know what I mean? And that like literally shows this sometimes shit. Sometimes you're the grandpa, just hungry. And, well, sometimes <laughs> you're just the grandpa and you're horny. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, 
I was trying to get emotional here, Mondo, and you brought that up and you made me say that. But look, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's where it, your mind's really at. That's I, I, yeah, I will, I will say that that's what's great about this movie to me is that it literally shows that idea of like there is, you know, there, there is, we're, we're all going through the same shit in that bagel. We're all just going in circles, going through yeah, the round same and shit. Round. It doesn't matter. Like, Short and round and, and round. And we're either like giving it back to each other and like making it worse or where we should like try to like like fix it with each other so hey, we make my it ego's better. like my stomach it keeps shitting it shitting what i feed it hell, hell yeah this is an emo movie as <laughs> yeah. well and, so and, we should bring up cursor yeah. i know it's an emo movie. i know we uh we've been talking a lot about the acting and how like the direction and, and how they were able to like create all those different like um you know the actors acting like all those ways but a big part of that is also like just in the more technical side, like just imagine like those shots when she's just like walking and her outfits are changing. Like imagine how crazy it is to actually film that. They actually did a lot of like practical stuff in this movie. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times the like the cinematographer was talking about how just he just was like sometimes he would just be like, OK, they're going to do what? And then they'll explain it to him and he'll just be like he'll just tell them yeah he'd be like so they're gonna look that way and they're like yeah but he he'd be like i don't know what what's going on just they would just have he didn't to like, see the vision they just yeah. have to listen to them a lot of times yeah. they were just like all right like these guys know what they're doing hopefully because i don't like I, we don't see it but they didn't care like they all they all were all down but um there's shots like where the makeup and dress people were probably going crazy like you know what i'm saying like to do all the different stuff and like all the different shots that they're getting for there's a lot of scenes like that actually but uh, yeah, no, definitely the makeup, like all the, all the, the, the home, like again, dude, I just can't, it, it can't say it enough. Like that whole, yeah, a movie like that is made by a, a whole team. It does, it can't, it's not possible without, which just, it's not just the directors, it's not just the actors, it's not just the, it's like every, the lighting. Yeah, because the, a lot of the things they're filming are just going to be on the screen for like a second. Yeah. And, they, and they, but they have to do a whole, like, you know what I mean? A production for those scenes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like those universes that they show her in for those yeah. split seconds. They had to do like a whole production right. makeup and all that shit. Everything. Like, yeah. And they, and they, and you know what I mean? Like ma imagine you worked on the one thing where she looks all crazy and you're just like, cool. You're going to the premiere. You sit yeah. down and it shows up for like one second. You're just like, yeah. you're just like, Ma, uh, uh. you're just like telling your family. It's right. There. It's, uh. And it's all the, but imagine it's all the, and it's all like a lot of it was those like kind of cuts that it's like, cool. And then they're in their new different world. So That's all those what I mean. things required. They're like fast. Continuity directors that were like keeping track of every little thing all the time. Yeah. I was just nuts. thinking about that. How like the editing, how, you know, like something Dude. is happening in one universe, but it's reacting Marvel movie kind of like touch the reacting it. A Marvel is, movie couldn't touch the reacting it. is it's in another you know in another part of the universe you Marvel know, like you the, couldn't touch it Jordan shut up <laughs> Jesus Christ dude. that's the whole thing that this fucking movie came out that same week as uh, Doctor Strange fucking yeah. multiverse Marvel that's, this, couldn't touch this film it. fucking shit all over that multiverse movie yeah. I'm just saying like yeah there's yeah. a lot going on obviously yeah but yeah it yeah it's just crazy like you know like how you know how how this film is so cohesive but it you know it's everyone working on it was so like brought it together to they, make they it a cohesive their, film they said know? their ideas were like because if you even look at the editing as it's moving from scene to scene and world to world and things your the aspect ratios are changing the the bit rates are changing in the film so like there's all these tricks they're doing the lighting is changing every time so they did tons of like tricks to like really create a, a, many worlds, but also make it make sense with that, you know, when's the real world, for example, like that's always very clear. You know what I'm saying? And so th those things are super hard to achieve in a movie like this. A, a lesser, lesser team would have created something not this well put together because it could have easily spun out of control. It could have fell, fallen yeah, apart. It could yeah, have easily easy, spun yeah. out, and it's not out of control. It's not indulgent. It doesn't feel like, you know what I'm saying? It just feels like it's just right for the story that it is. And so all, you know, that, and yeah, yeah, and that's like a good thing for like it winning that winning best picture, you know, because it's because best picture is like all encompassing. I mm -hmm. feel like, and exactly. it should be, you know, should be and, uh, not just like for a performance or anything. Right. It's like the film altogether was this cohesive mm -hmm. thing, and everyone deserves, yeah. the you know, the recognition, be, yeah. recognition, you know, everyone that worked on it. Because when know. you get film best film, everyone has that, right? Like yeah, everyone who worked on it gets. That like award, I don't know I if they do or not. Well, not but, like, like I, mean, I think the executives and like but I think producers that technically get that. Everyone yeah, could say they worked like on the producers. But I think that everyone could say they worked on that award-winning film. You know? What yeah, I'm exactly. Oh, of course. For of example, course. like yeah. the visual effects team or whatever. But it got or, best editing, yeah. right? The dude, the editor, the, the editor goes up there. It's so funny. He went up to the speech at the Academy Awards and he's just like. 
uh, thanks. He's all, this is my second movie, so this is crazy. And then, <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm yeah. pretty sure there's some editors in the fucking audience, like, fuck you, dude. dude. Yeah. If, if, if you the Academy dick. gave awards for like best, like, stunt choreography, they would probably got it as well. Yeah, they would have got that. They would have got, got it. Got oh, it. Okay. And those guys yeah. from YouTube would have won an Academy mm-hmm. Award. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty dope. But they don't give awards for that. Yeah. So, because the Academy sucks. Then they're not down for stunt people. But uh, that editor, dude, that editor really did come through, and for it to be his only yeah, his second film, yeah, is no, nuts, it's, dude. It's like uh, he's a fantastic editor. And again, that's also you know that's also like part of it, right? Like it just there are certain movies that you can watch and you're like, all right, this is fine, but it doesn't flow well, and this just flows well. It just has a flow to it, and it has everything everywhere all at once. You want um, to get into last thoughts? Yeah, we'll that, get into last thoughts. Is that that no, we're coming yeah. down to? Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, all right, O'Brien, what are your last thoughts on everything, everywhere, all at once? It won the Oscar for Best Picture, so it's already cemented, right, as a great film. And again, we all like it here. We're not saying we don't, yeah. but and like, I'm pretty sure everybody likes it out there. Like you know, and if you don't, <laughs> out like, there in come movie land, at me straight up. Come to my house, and we can talk about it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I communicate about my, my it. Right last, my last, and again, so we, you know, we rate things here. It doesn't uh, matter, but it's uh, you know, zero to five, whatever you got to do, um, you know, just to let us know. Um, yeah, no, this is a whole five multiverses. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like full five, full five. This is like right up my alley of like the kind of movie that I love to watch. Like, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. everything from like the fa- like the fact that it has all the glu- like cool, funny stuff, uh, how entertaining it is, and like the sci-fi stuff, the philosophical stuff that's in there, and also just that it's all grounded in like something so familiar, like the family drama. You know what I mean? And that it's so full of like joy and love and heart, even though it's a movie about all like the pain terrible, and the like, pain yeah. and nihilism and the yeah. meaninglessness and, yeah. and you know of life, and for it to be all that. And everything and everywhere and all at once. It's just like <laughs> Jesus. Uh, again, yeah. I thought you were gonna yeah, say yeah. a bag of shit. Like, like, no, yeah, I, yeah. I told you earlier, dude. I think that it would be unfair. Like, if I, I mean, I, I don't care for a lot of the other movies in the top ten, the the, the award, best, uh, yeah, the best nominee, picture nominees. Nominee, yeah. But if I was any one of those movies, I would think it's unfair that I'm going against everything, everywhere, all at once. Because I would just be like, what? How do you compete against that? That's just like... Well, Colin Farrell has something else to say. Come in, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have Colin. Colin, come on down. And the dog gets on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right uh, Mondo, last thoughts. Yeah. We got, we got five... We got five stars. Okay, here. great. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things I <laughs> okay, did want to mention was... Yeah, the outlook, you know, like your perspective on things and like how that is like such a important thing in life to, you know, have like a good perspective or look at things not just one way, you know, and look at them like multiple ways or different scenarios, like in a good way, because there's unhealthy ways where you build this anxiety of all the like worst case scenarios. But I mean, look at the best case scenarios, you know, like no one ever talks about that or like made a a coin phrase like that you know like best case scenario i guess right i think that's like a really positive message that this film has and and really beautiful where it shows it at the end but also the the ending kind of like has that uh what's what was the third lord of the rings movie called i forget what it's called um, the final lord yeah the final it's, lord it's lord of the rings <laughs> is the two towers return and the return of the king right uh, Return of the King is the third one. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. Where it just had that syndrome of like too many endings, where it had to wrap up every single like facet, sort of. Mm-hmm. That w- that kind of like, I don't know. It just I feel that could have been a little more like. We need data for this yeah. claim. Like, <laughs> you know, like a little the evidence. You brought no data. <laughs> <laughs> like a little more, like you know, cohesive and like com- compact, I guess. And data it just was feels... the name of uh, the character in Goonies. Yeah, that dude, it's yeah. Mondo's final thoughts, man. Sorry. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's just it like takes its time to like kind of like go through every like ending sort of, and it felt like it could have ended a little sooner or a little more compact or something and get like that last little thing in it and i just felt like the ending ending dragged a little bit for me but that's like kind of the only gripe i have about the film but i'll give it a four uh, stinky slippers from gong gong oh shit to wake your asses up god damn 
That's a crazy ass rating. Um, right off the bat, <clears throat> I'm gonna give it a rating of five. Uh, just five stars. I mean, five of the Gunda Juju or whatever. The what's the name of the bad guy? Chupu Okay, five of those. Okay, I'm gonna give him five of those. Uh, because again, um, because there's a lot of hate in your heart. No, it's resentment. It's, well, I see. the thing is that like there is. Mondo, there, these are Jordan's final thoughts. I, I love. <laughs> I just love films that have like a, a very you got uh, da issues, uh, pessimistic uh, uh, view. Like, I, I, you know, I like the lobster. <laughs> I like things that are just like, you know, like you don't know if it's good or bad. I like prisoners. I like things that are just like, you know what I mean? Like, but this is very hopeful in a lot of ways. And it made me realize like, oh, yeah, like you can have like an edge and you know uh, o'brien asked us before um we uh recorded this does this film fuck and i will say that yes this absolutely does fuck mono said no but i think it does fuck because i think that it does have that that edge to it where it, it, it you know you know what i mean like it, it's willing to like get in there and, and like it's gonna kiss your neck and it's gonna be up in there <laughs> and, and you know no no i'm saying it, it's gonna be sexy about it but but at the same time it's gonna be like oh but I'll still show up tomorrow, you know what I mean? We're I'm not just gonna, gonna leave need you. Need to see some proof of that. <laughs> like I'm not gonna leave you here by yourself. You know what I mean? There's hope here. I'm I'm sexy and I fuck, but I'm not just gonna leave you. There's hope here. There's some real things here. And again, when we were talking about the movies that did fuck, they they don't fuck in that way. They don't fuck in a hopeful way. You know what I mean? They fuck in a very raunchy, oh, hell, that's that's cool. That's dope. A horny but, way. Yes. But this one... It, fucks in a central way. It, yes. It, it's very that's much just like a... It's very much it. just yeah. like asking you to be like, hey, like, you know what I mean? Like, can we talk this out? I know that we can get crazy. I know we can get raw, but let's talk this out. Let's can be friends. And, and I think that's one of the things that I really love about this film Again, watching it again, I was just like, oh, wow, like this is like, th th there's nothing like this right now. And there hasn't been anything like this for a minute. And that's uh, that's the best thing you can ask for, uh, especially in an Oscar film. Mm. Um, and again, hopefully we'll see this, you know, and I think because it's big enough and Criterion loves it, they love the big things, you know, and I'm not hating on that. They love the big like uh you know oscar films and stuff like that you know what i mean they've been putting mm -hmm. them on the criterion power of the dog got it you know what i'm saying parasite got it parasite got it i think we're gonna see everything ever all at once on on criteria hopefully because what, right, what do you guys think what do you guys think right now is not very good it's very yeah. bones right yeah yeah, yeah. they kind of like i think they just wanted to get it out so people would and, and, and the more daniels were it. just in the closet and again that doesn't always mean anything but but you never know. You don't know. Maybe Swiss Army Man will come to the. Election. I I maybe yeah. both of them. Yeah. Hopefully, I I'd like to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah. So Swiss Army Man's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We should. Uh, I I think I might do an episode on it. You but hurry your ass up. But this, uh, yeah. So that's my final thoughts on it. It it's a beautiful film. We all we all agree that it, it just got a lot of beauty in it, and it's got a lot of fun. It, it's just fun. It's just fucking it's fun. It's an entertaining film. It's fucking like, entertaining, and my, that's what's like, that's what, you know, you need. The Fableman's one is entertaining. Top Gun was not entertaining. Yes, it was this not. This shit fucking is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. This shit made me This cry, had it all. Yeah. Made me laugh. It made me just, like, stand up and be like, yeah, it made me want to kick somebody. My 12-year-old <laughs> enjoyed it. He enjoyed it exactly. very much. He thought it was oh, fantastic. Not, not, that's awesome. He liked it. Yeah. And and he booed Top Gun, right? That... <laughs> we didn't watch it together. All right, okay. Well, he did it on his own. I don't, I don't let him watch propaganda films. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap this up. We got we we still got Avatar for the road to the Oscars, which again, not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, it didn't win, so it, well, it, it, won, it won best it won best special effects. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it is like a big special effects party. Of course, party. of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, that it makes deserves sense. it if you watch it. You'll be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. So, O'Brien, where can we find you? That's all it deserves. You can find me at... Where can oh, we find your projects and yourself? Well, first of all, you keep lying to these people. You can say that I'm a teacher, philosopher. I'm a vape head. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, okay. Well, I, you never told me that. I was never informed of that. I didn't You're get all, that. The resume you said this podcast <laughs> said otherwise. The no you slip me did not say that. 
the threatening letter you sent me. Uh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at ob.1 uh, and the O's are zeros. And uh, also at the Bad Hombres. That's my band, the Bad Hombres. The Bad Hombres, uh, the underscore Bad Hombres. Uh, we're on Instagram. That's my rock and roll band. Uh, we're pretty good, so check us out. Rock and roll. Well, speech, what about uh, Flavonoids? We'd be doing Flavonoids right there out of the High Street Studio. We got Flavonoids cracking. We got uh, Rose Hills Gold. Uh, these are some hip hop projects mm. that we're rocking out of Whittier. And so uh, if you're from the area, fuck with any of it. Um, check out Eternal Loves Being a Fool on Instagram. <laughs> that's that's my that's my brother. Uh, you can check out um, a couple other of my relatives if you find out. Go ahead. <laughs> and then um, if you want to follow uh criterion at criterion cult pod at criterion cult on instagram at on twitter i'm at young jane fondo mondo where the hell are you at you can find me on all those things and yeah at save underscore mondo or something like that please join the cult uh, I know the road to the Oscars is over, but we're still going. We're, we're not going to stop. We're, we're putting through. <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to stop till Jimmy Kimmel sends me an apology. Yeah. We've, we've made too many uh, info info memes on Instagram, and we cannot take it back. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for listening. So, yeah, watch one more. Oh, yeah.